MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeart Media. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today As riots continue in Minneapolis, Minnesota, municipal authorities have just announced a mandatory citywide curfew from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. starting this evening. Shortly after the Minneapolis mayor made this announcement, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter III followed suit, signing an order of local emergency that will apply the same curfew. The mayor of Minneapolis said the curfew, which is meant to combat the three straight days and nights of riots, will have certain exemptions, saying all law enforcement, fire and medical personnel, as well as other personnel authorized by the city of Minneapolis, city of St. Paul, the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, Minnesota State Patrol or Minnesota National Guard are exempt from the curfew. Mayor Carter also said that St. Paul's curfew will make exemptions for members of the media. Violating this order will result in a misdemeanor, uh, could be subject to a $1,000 fine or imprisonment for up to 90 days. These riots are in response to the death of George Floyd, who prosecutors say was murdered by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin on Monday evening near Cup Foods on 38th Street South and Chicago Avenue. On that Monday at 8 p.m., Minneapolis police said officers were called to the intersection of Chicago Avenue and East 38th Street due to a report of someone trying to use a forged document at Cup Foods. Police initially claimed Floyd was resisting arrest and had a medical incident. However, 
CBS News obtained footage that showed Floyd was cooperating with these officers, at least in the first initial moments of the encounter. A disturbing video from a bystander shows George Floyd pleading, saying that he cannot breathe as a white police officer kneels on his back and holds his knee there for several minutes after Floyd has stopped moving and become unresponsive. Earlier this afternoon, John Harrington, commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, announced that this officer was taken into custody by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Shortly after that, Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman announced that this officer has been charged with murder and with manslaughter. As Martin Luther King Jr. famously said, a riot is the language of the unheard, and protesters in Minneapolis and many other cities across the country are reacting to the death of George Floyd, as well as to the larger, long-standing problems of racial discrimination, police brutality, and inequality here in the United States. So, when does a peaceful protest turn into a riot? Some observers believe the police or other organizations have deployed what are known as agent provocateurs, people who attempt to incite other actual protesters to commit illegal or violent acts, then giving the authorities an excuse to violently crack down. The current speculation centers on an individual known as the Umbrella Man, He's shown on video dressed in all black, wearing gloves and boots. He's walking along calmly smashing the windows of an auto parts store with a large hammer. His face is obscured by a gas mask. He's also holding an open black umbrella, despite the fact that it was not raining at the time. Twitter quickly named him the Umbrella Man as a result of this strange accoutrement. The bizarre choice of clothing for a warm day combined with the quality of that gas mask, raised suspicion. This individual also seemed incredibly hesitant to engage with other protesters, some who asked him whether he was a police officer. Currently, Twitter users have accused the Umbrella Man of being everything from an undercover officer to part of Antifa to a white supremacist or an agent provocateur that was there to incite violence, ultimately triggering a widespread riot. This incident with the window smashing was recorded and reported before the fires began. Minnesota's Attorney General Keith Ellison became involved when he chimed in via Twitter saying, This man doesn't look like any civil rights protester I've ever seen. Looks like a provocateur. Can anyone ID him? There was a popular theory that recently went viral, claiming to identify a specific police officer from St. Paul by name based on screenshots of a series of text messages alleged to be from a former partner of this individual. The St. Paul department has tried to get in front of this, and they addressed the rumor online, also via Twitter, saying, we are aware of the social media post that erroneously identifies one of our officers as the person caught on video breaking windows in Minneapolis. We've seen it, we've looked into it, and it is false. At this time, the identity of the so-called umbrella man remains officially a mystery. The emergency curfew orders extend through the weekends, but may also last longer. Right now, it's anyone's guess. However, if the police were somehow responsible, this would not have been the first controversial action on their part. A CNN crew was also recently arrested 
only to be released later after intense public outcry. If you are a resident of Minneapolis or St. Paul, we'd like to hear your firsthand experience on the ground. In the meantime, please stay safe out there. Our second story today, police in Michigan have arrested an armed 70-year-old man who was planning to steal a helicopter from the U.S. Coast Guard and launch a one-man mission to rescue hospitalized coronavirus patients. Jesse T. McFadden, a resident of Omer, Michigan, was charged with four felonies following the series of events that started around 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. Mr. Fadden allegedly threatened to shoot dispatchers at Aranac County and place them into quarantine during a phone call at 7.58 a.m. That's according to Hampton Township Police Lieutenant Michael Wedding. Mr. McFadden also told dispatchers that he would shoot up a police station and head to a hospital in Standish, Michigan, so he could shoot out the power and demand keys to ambulances. A court document on the case states that McFadden wanted to disrupt power to the hospital, unlock the doors, and release patients that were under COVID-19 quarantines. Police also allege that this 70-year-old man wanted to steal a helicopter or boat from the U.S. Coast Guard station in Saginaw River at Essexville. Mr. McFadden arrived later at the Coast Guard station around 10.37 a.m., You can see him in footage from surveillance cameras outside of the security gate. According to Lieutenant Wedding, McFadden was attempting to punch in a code for access, and then he had called the dispatchers and made threats, saying he was going to ram the gate. Dispatch warned police about Mr. McFadden's motives, and they had concerns because he was an ex-Michigan militia member and he was armed. Mr. McFadden departed the Coast Guard station before state police noticed his vehicle parked at a nearby Essexville gas station around 11.15 a.m. Lieutenant Wedding said the driver's door of his vehicle was open and the engine was still running when police found the vehicle. Investigators say authorities also found a loaded shotgun in the passenger seat of Mr. McFadden's automobile. McFadden was confronted when he walked out of the gas station store, and then he was tasered, arrested, and taken into custody. As cool as Grand Theft Auto may make it seem, the moral here is pretty simple. Don't try to steal helicopters. Our third story today Two things you don't often hear in the same sentence, pigeons and birth control. There's a pilot study out in Canada now to see whether feeding pigeons birth control can lower their numbers at Vancouver's SkyTrain stations, and it's been successful enough to expand to include eight more stations in the region. The program works by installing a feeder and a camera on TransLink property at stations that have a pigeon problem. The feed that the pigeons ingest contains a product called ovocontrol. It interferes with the bird's egg's ability to hatch. As the birds who live at the stations die of natural causes, researchers and the staff of TransLink hope there won't be as many young birds to take their place and that over time the number of pigeons will decrease. Sarah Dubois, the BC SPCA's chief scientific officer, 
said that we think TransLink can be a real leader in humane wildlife control, adding, we're trying to manage them in a way that's safe for them and for the trains. Dubois and the UBC graduate students that are working with her on the program installed the first feeder back in January of 2019. Now that the program has been expanded, four stations give birds feed with ovo control, and the other four stations just contain regular food. Over time, the researchers want to see whether that birth control can significantly reduce the number of pigeons in a given flock. It is still possible for new birds to travel to the stations, of course, but if they stay and consistently eat the feed laced with birth control, eventually their reproductive abilities should be curbed. Regardless of how innocuous they might seem, it turns out pigeons have caused some long-running problems for the transit authority. Their presence on tracks can stop trains and then delay hundreds of customers. The TransLink staff have also had to spend time cleaning up, well, pigeon poop which can get all over the platforms. Dubois recounted one incident where a pigeon nest caught fire and service on the expo line had to be stopped for multiple hours. TransLink has tried a couple of other ways to combat the pigeon menace. They've installed spikes and netting to keep pigeons out, but those methods haven't been as effective as they hoped. Dubois doesn't want to see the birds killed. She thinks using birth control is an effective and more humane way to keep the pigeons safe and the trains moving. Right now, TransLink and the BCSPCA aren't revealing which stations have the specific birth control feeders because they don't want the equipment to get vandalized. Dubois also said earlier this year they already had one feeder and one camera go missing. If this birth control method proves effective, Dubois says it could be a relatively cheap way to reduce the number of birds causing problems for SkyTrain. She concludes it's really inexpensive compared to the cost of maintenance cleaning, and trains being down. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know more about, to hit us with your favorite puns or bad dad jokes, and to give us your personal experience with COVID-19. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the global woods by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter, or you can reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter or at BenBullen on Instagram. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.